Hi, my name is Arman, and you're listening to the Yes I Am podcast. At this podcast, we have vulnerable and venting conversations full of integrity with guests about their life stories and how it influences who they are today. You can follow me on Instagram at ArmanASKZ to stay connected. And now let's get inspired. Welcome to Yesayim Podcast, Joel. How are you doing today? Hey, Arman. I'm doing well. Um, very uh, thankful and honored to be here today. Uh, it's, it's great to meet you. It's great to see you, my brother. Thank you for being here with us, Joel. The first uh, thing I want to ask you is, like, what is your story? And by that, I mean, what events and experiences in your life have shaped who you are today? Yeah, Arman, that's a, that's a great question. A great question. Um, Truly, I'll be a man who will say, first and foremost, uh, my story is a, a story of God's grace and redemption. Um, I'm a young man who was born in Monrovia, Liberia, in West Africa. And um, my, I grew up there for two years. I was just a little baby uh, when my family and I first came to the States. And um, I grew up in Chicago for five years. Not really. Um, I always, always want to say this, actually. I didn't grow up like in the city city. I grew up in a nice little suburb right outside of Chicago, but um, in this place, just my 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 passion and love for uh, my family, my friends, uh, soccer, uh, continue to grow, of course. And um, um, my family and I were blessed to move to Colorado Springs when I was seven. Um, here, my dad got a new job, and so we relocated to Colorado Springs. And um, Armani asked about um, my story and 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 and, and what really like kind of drives me is some. Um, is being able to to love others um, to the best of uh, my ability, and I know the best way I can do that is to continue just to um, stay rooted in my word, stay rooted in in great community and the people around me. Um, and so I'm just really thankful to be here today. I know that um, each day is a blessing and an opportunity. Um, I think we can all attest to this: is that no one is promised tomorrow. Uh, we've seen from the pandemic just how uh, quick uh, dynamics can shift, and so. Um, I'm just truly trying to, especially from this past year, um, stay present um, and just continue to uh, uh, um, stay rooted in, in, in my foundation and love my loved ones around me to the best I can. Joel, let's imagine the scenario. Let's imagine you are 80 or you're about to turn 80 years old and this day is your birthday day. And you're coming home, you see so many cars parked out there by your house and um, your family and loved ones and your kids are there. And and this day, uh, the gift that you're going to receive from your kids is is a letter that they're, they are telling their dad what their dad meant to them and how their dad has shaped their lives and changed who they are and helped them um to be who they are right now. So, Joel, what do you want this letter to say when you're reading it when you're 80 years old? Wow, Amon, you're, you're, you're hitting it early uh, with the deep questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, that's, that's a really beautiful question. It's, it's, it's interesting too, my, my coach, he asked kind of a, a similar question towards the end of our season for reflection. And um, it's not from the 80 year old perspective, it's actually from when you graduate here, what do you want um, the community, students, teachers, professors, people like Armand to say about uh, you when you leave? And um, 
I think that I'd share similar sentiments when I'm 80 years old. Um, I imagine my kids um, saying, dear dad, my grandkids saying, dear, dear, dear granddaddy, um, thank you for showing us how to um, love others and walk like Jesus did on this earth. Um, thank you for showing us uh, how to walk with a biblical love, um, a love that is patient, a love that is kind, that is gentle, that is not envying, that is not self-seeking. Self um, thank you for um, just showing us who Christ truly is. And I think um, as I were to be at this birthday party, um, I wouldn't want people to focus on me. I want people to celebrate just the, uh, the beauty of life and, and, and what comes with it and to um, reflect. And I think that's a beautiful thing about hindsight. I, I, I'd hope that um, if we went around the circle, they remembered some of their lowest moments and how they're able to, to get through those moments. Cause um, that's what hindsight allows us to do, allows us to reflect and see um, the beauty of just so many trials and tribulations. And so um, on my 80th birthday, I'd want my kids just to remember um, um, that I loved them to the best I could by by staying rooted in, 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 in what I was taught from a young age, for sure. Joel, as a spiritual person, I'm really wondering that how do you think like the faith that you have, the belief, the spirituality, God has affected you and where does that have where's, where's the place of that in your life? Oh man, Armand, it's, it's, it's everything, my brother. Um, seriously, it's everything. Um, when I think about just how, uh, how I was raised, you know, um, many African nations, uh, Christianity uh, is kind of the foundation or even a lot of the, the roots of a lot of the, um, the religious and, and just spiritual things out there. And so um, I grew up, my dad was a pastor and my mother always, uh, my mom and dad always took us to church. And so um, kind of these things were instilled for me from a young age, but um, I always understood, well, I guess I, I grew to understand that um, my religion isn't only about religion, it's, it's more about relationship and, and um, relationship with, with uh, for me, with Jesus. And, and I know that um, um, that's what we're made for, too, is a relationship with the people in our lives. Um, it's, it's, it's always interesting. There's a difference between, um, like, living in isolation and living in solitude. Um, solitude is a, is a place of, of, of being right with, uh, with the Father and being right with the community and being able to find peace in these places. But a place of isolation is a place of um, kind of, uh, I think fear and, 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 and kind of discluding yourself from what's happening in life and not facing the, the true challenges that are, that are in front of us. And um, I think the crazy thing about that too is that I've learned through my walk with Christ is that you can kind of battle these tensions at time to um, not going to this place of isolation, but to find peace in a place of solitude and to find peace in a place of just, just rest. Um, truly this past year, my brother, that's what I've, I've, I've learned is that um, the Bible says, Jesus' yoke is easy, his burn is light. And in life, uh, like I know we're going to talk about failures, failures later. In life, there's um, a lot of burdens, a lot of burdens, but um, I believe that I was invited into this place of, of not carrying these burdens with the heavy, a heavy hearts or, or just trying to take it all on my back. Um, I have community brothers and sisters um, and through prayer, just uh, uh, beautiful places to just find rest and, 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 and realign my heart with what's uh, um, will bring just the most uh, uh, joy and, and peace in my life. And so um, I'm just really excited to continue this journey in my life, um, continue to spread the good news, what we call the gospel. Um, but uh, my brother, it, it, it shaped everything, especially throughout college. Um, Man, the ups and downs of college, the 
the failures, the successes. Um, for me, with, without Jesus, I wouldn't be here today, seriously. Um, but I'm just extremely blessed to be where I am today. And uh, my hope is that when I leave this university, um, people will be drawn closer to him. Yeah, you know, Joel, like, I feel like life is definitely a roller coaster that there's just so many ups and downs that we go through. And um, I think that's very important to always keep in mind is putting things in perspective. And that, that will help you that in the low moments, you will not give up. So what I'm wondering is you having faith, how does that, how does that help you when it comes to um, dealing with different challenges in your life? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Uh, I believe faith is, is having hope in things unseen. Um, and so as we experience these failures, as we experience these uh, trials and tribulations in, yeah. in, in, in the book of James, it talks about um, consider it pure joy on my brothers and sisters when you face trials and tribulations of many kind. And back to just faith is having hope in things unseen. Um, I think when you're uh, in school, you fail that exam. I'm sure maybe it wasn't the best thing you wanted. Maybe it wasn't the ideal thing to happen. Um, but you have faith that, hey, I'm here for a reason. Um, sure, that, that exam, that sucked. That wasn't fun. Um, but I have faith that um, um, there are better days to come, that um, I'm not meant to stay in this place, in this kind of place of failure. But in fact, I'm invited into a place of redemption and even reconciliation with, with myself and others. And so um, I think faith is just that anchor that continues to, to give you vision when things aren't clear. Um, which is just literally so beautiful to witness each and every day. It's, it's, it's fun to witness it in others as well. Um, when you see them battling torn ACL, failed a class, loss of family member, some of the deepest, um, even just in places of deep depression, some of the deepest and darkest places. And then um, being able to see them uh, through prayer, through their community, through praying for them, them praying for themselves, um, see them just get to a place of just uh, uh, peace and in life and and growing from that, I think that's what faith produces. Um, it produces character, it produces perseverance, it produces endurance. And so um, it's just always so interesting how that happens often in our darkest places in life um, is when our faith arises the most because um, it's easy uh, per se to have faith when everything's going good, you're getting all the money, your family's doing great, this and that. But um, we need the test in life to see where our faith is, is, is where our faith stands. And I think that's what happens to many people and uh, these trials and tribulations. You know, this reminds me of the, the saying, everything happens for a reason. And it's just very important that we always keep in mind that there's just a lot of challenges that are happening in our lives. But at the same time, um, we just got to trust our journey and just keep going if it's a downhill and it's not working that doesn't mean it's not gonna work and just having faith and trust that it will happen one day would not necessarily get us to the finish line but like while maintaining that faith and then working towards it that i think that really does right, right. seriously and that, that reminds me of uh, bible talks about faith and deeds um you, you can't just have deeds without faith and you can't just have faith without deeds um Mm -hmm. Faith for just faith's sake. Um, honestly, I believe it doesn't lead to any action or any sense of compassion or caring for people. 
and these just for these sake, it's just uh, leads to a hard posture of his performance and and of uh, kind of just trying to do things for yourself in a sense. Um, and so that that tension is a very beautiful tension to say my brother. Um, it's something that we have to navigate through each and every day of our life, uh, seriously. And and what your mentor said about just, um, you know, like these different things that happen in life, like if we see it as opportunity and as blessings, um, that's what they'll be. That's what they'll be, even, even the worst things, even the worst of things, seriously. Um, but yeah, something as simple as meeting somebody and saying like, man, like, um, this person might be in my life for just today, or maybe it'll be in the in, the, in the for a elongated season, but just um, honoring and loving each person that we come across just as, as the human beings, the beloved human beings that they are. Um, it produces opportunities like that. It produces friendships and doors like that, seriously. What are some like values and lessons that you uh, personally have learned from your parents? Um, it's funny. I, I, I've extended on this one now, actually. And um, um, so my, my father, he was always rooted in my mother in the three A's. It was almighty God, uh, academics, athletics. And um, it's funny, as we talk about family dynamics, this was actually something that shaped me going through college. Yeah. But our mom, if I ask you, um, what's missing from those three A's? Um, it's relationship. Our relationship, it's, it can be so easy to become very, uh, I love God, so I'm going to focus on God, be the best yeah. Christian I can, I can be. I love my academics, I'm going to get a 4.0, be the best this. Athletics, I'm going to get D1, go pro, this, this. But if you miss the relationship with God and with others throughout all that, it has become so performance-based. And so this is something I've really been having to rewire in my heart, in my brain, um, for the, really the past year. Thank God for the pandemic, being able to slow down and reflect during this time, because um, I actually have this book, my brother. Um, it's called The Emotionally Healthy Leader. Yeah. And um, man, and that's some of the things that even discusses is just like um, reflecting on the good, because like, Caesar, those three A's are my, yeah. are good three A's. They're good three yeah. A's to be fair. Yeah. But without relationship, without community, without a sense of love rooted in those things, it can actually become so distorted and mm -hmm. not the way things are supposed to be. And so um, those are really some of my strong foundations that I've had to reflect and rebuild in a sense. Yeah, that, that reminds me of the, the four type of calls that I feel like <clears throat> you need to really, really pay attention to if you want to succeed in your life. Those four be um, physical health, um, mental health, spiritual health, and emotional health. And, you know, that emotional health, the last one is those relationships that we need to build uh, for our lives to um, to basically get that fulfillment as well to, you know, like, like relationships are the ones that bring everything together. You don't want a relationship with God. You want a relationship with your family, um, their loved ones. You also want to have a relationship with your own body, you know, like, you know, being able to really relate to your body is very, very important. And that's when you get really a lot of, a lot of fulfillment from just like existing, you know. So uh, the last, the next thing I want to ask you if you would like to do is like, if you want to tell anything to, uh, to your parents right now, um, you have the mic, let them know how you feel. And yeah. Wow. Oh man, um, so I guess just to my mom and dad, um, thank you for um, teaching me to 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 serve others before myself. 
Um, and of course, in that, knowing that the best way I can serve others is by being submitted at God's feet and from overflow of love there, being able to love others to the best of my ability. Um, thank you for teaching me the importance of hospitality. Thank you for teaching me the importance of saying please and thank you. And um, for truly always inviting me into things. Um, my dad never forced me to play soccer. Um, my mom never forced me uh, to, 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 to use manners. Um, it was all an invitation truly. And of course there were different disciplines why I was disobedient. Um, <laughs> but um, truly everything was an invitation. Um, but most importantly, um, thank you that through many of our financial struggles growing up, um, I know it could have been very easy for me to feel the direct impacts of, of those burdens. Um, but growing up, our mind, they helped me feel like a kid. Um, I always tell people this, you know, growing up, all I had to worry about um, through a lot of our struggles was just school, soccer, church, friends. Um, my parents, they, although I knew there was a lot of financial struggles, like when my dad lost his job, um, when we're losing family members here and there, um, but through it all, um, they just kept inviting me to be a child. And I think that's what um, has allowed me just to be so filled with joy to this day. Um, it's just being a child. Um, Amara, I'll be the first one to say, like, thank you to my parents for letting me know how, how good it is to laugh, to be goofy. Um, I, my favorite movie on mine is Kung Fu Panda. Uh, oh. I love that. <laughs> yeah, man, Kung Fu Panda, I'm telling you, man. Hey, pull the panda, dude. I, I can go on a whole tangent about how poetic and how beautiful uh, pull the panda is, man. Oh man, he's he's insane. But um, I love seriously. it. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, man, just just being a kid, they they taught me how to be a kid, which I, I I embody in every bit of my life today, from baking cookies to watching Disney Channel to to just uh, man, just trying to have fun in any space I'm in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're very proud of you. And shout out to all of the Disney fans and Pixar fans and Toy Story and Cars and Incredibles and Soul and the movies just gonna come. I'm waiting for the next um, Pixar movie. So, um, Joel, I want to ask you this. Um, what is that? What was one of the biggest adversities that you had to go through? And if you have overcome it, overcame it yet, how did you do that? It's a great, great, great question. Oh man. Um, yeah, honestly, I think the best challenge I could think about is just this past year, um, learning how to slow down. Seriously, learning how to slow down. Um, one, starting in the way I speak. Don't let me fool you. I still speak very fast, but um, one thing I've been trying to teach myself is to speak much slower. Um, but um, we live in a culture um, where everything, especially American society, yeah, busy schedule glorified, um, busy planner, planner fill glorified, um, mm -hmm. rising to the top glorified, um, working overtime glorified. And I got to this place where I was just like, man, you're gonna run your place to yourself to a place of exhaustion and I think it's easy for someone who's type A like me to actually say, oh, I thrive in those environments. Give me, give me everything. Give me this, give me that. Yeah. By the end of the day, it's like, sure, externally you might be thriving, but, but how's your soul? How's your heart? 
internally. Yeah. How, how, how are you doing mentally, physically, emotionally? And um, I think one of the biggest challenges I faced was from this past year with um, taking seven classes, which God forbid, don't recommend that for anybody. I'm um, taking seven classes my uh, spring term of my senior, junior year. Um, so going straight into my internship and taking two classes during that. Um, man, God bless Nike, but they pushed their employees for sure to, to, to produce great work. And um, I, was, I was just jumping out of place of just not being emotionally healthy. Um, um, externally, sure, things look great. Things look great. Getting great, good grades. Uh, internship with a great company, but um, I was just living a busy life. I'm living a busy life, and I think that was one of the biggest challenges I've ever faced was um, learning how to slow down. Um, one thing that um, I've really been intentional in is just saying no to a lot of things recently, um, except for this opportunity. This one, I, I couldn't miss this one on my seriously, um, especially when this is a shout out to Conor Bates. And any, any recommendation from Conor Bates, that's uh, something that's always up for, uh, for grabs for sure. Um, but yeah, just learn how to say no and how to say yes, not only to not saying yes to good things, but saying yes to God's best. Um, there's like with 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 life that comes many opportunities, a lot of good things, but good versus God's best, there's a whole difference there. Um, so I think that's the biggest challenge I still face today. I'm still trying to dis discern and uh, differentiate between what is good versus God's best, and knowing what to say yes to, and most important, knowing to know what to say no to. Um, yeah, just slowing down and and and, and being, being steady and steadfast in that. We're getting close to the end of this episode, and I had an amazing conversation with you, Joel. And one thing I'm very wondering, and which I ask everybody, is what is that biggest? What's the biggest lesson that you have learned in your life? Hmm. So another beautiful question. You hit me with all the beautiful questions. Probably one of my favorite interviews so far, man. Um, Glad hmm. to hear. Hmm. Biggest lesson I've learned. For me, it's definitely that um, that the Lord never leave nor forsake forsake me. Um, uh, amidst the highs, He's there. Amidst the lows, He's there. And um, in that, you can find rest in that. You find rest in that. that um, even right now, um, with all the things that are going on in life, trying to prepare for a wedding and um, soccer season and finishing yeah. my first term of my MBA program, uh, the list can go on. Um, but it's just that the Lord is here with me through it all. Um, he's invited me to continue to partner with him and the work that he's doing in my life and my heart and many others. And um, in that, there's just so much beauty. Um, but also, too, it's like, um, I would just tell people just to, to, to move, move with a childlike spirit and everything. I think that's what a place of rest does. Yeah. Um, move with a childlike spirit because life, life is too short to not have fun, to not... Um, to not enjoy the precious moments with your loved ones, to not uh, go make some cookies um, with your best friend. Um, yeah. And of course, what word would you put in front of yes, I am? Loved. Yes, I am loved. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure to subscribe and share with your friends. And as always, yes, I am. <laughs>